that they're not liking it. And it did terrible at the box office. Yeah. And, and wasn't it Caesar said it was the rock's fault? Yeah. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. Oh, Jesus. Pop, put on your pants. It's time to start. Hi there, and welcome to Hav and Charles Talk Comics Season 2. Oh, I'm sorry, Season 3, Episode 2. I'm Charles Herring, one of your hosts, and I'm here with Javier Gonzalez, our other host. Hi, Hav. How you doing? I am doing, I am doing great, Charles, especially since I'm, you know, Winnie the Pooh in it, Donald Duck in it, whatever, however you want to call it, you know, going pantsless yet again. Now, just so the... The faithful listeners know we are on camera together through the through the wondrous uh, technology of Apple FaceTime. But Charles is only guessing that I'm pantless because he can only see me from like the chest up. Uh, and I am wearing a shirt. Let me just make sure that's clear because I know sometimes Charles is insinuated or just flat out said I'm doing weird stuff, you know, with with my body, you know, naked body. So but no, I'm doing well. How are you, Charles? I'm doing fine. Now you realize I have to leave in the joke I put at the beginning before I said hi and welcome to. Oh, I know. All right. I just want, I just want them to know how you 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 constantly try to draw me off sides and you do very very good job of it because uh, I am easily I'm very gullible and I'm very easily drawn off sides and yeah I have to I don't I don't I, I just yeah yeah that one I didn't think I didn't spend all day thinking about but it did come up. I did come up with it about where we, we, we met up. It's about eight 45 here this evening. And at about eight 15, when I was wandering into my office to get set up to do this, I was like, that'll be kind of funny to me. I, I don't know if anybody else finds that amusing. And I think I've made it perfectly clear. I don't care, but sure. it amused me. It, it amuses me. It does. It does. We have to find our own fun in life. Um, and as long as it harms no one, but Hobbes feelings. I, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. It actually doesn't harm my feelings. I know. It actually it, is fun. If if it did, I wouldn't do it. I, I, I do not wish to ca- cause you any harm. Thank you. You're very welcome. I appreciate that. So that was our podcast, ladies. And, no, wait. What are, we yeah. talk, what are we talking about today, Hav? Well, like we do every night, Pinky, we're going to talk about comic books. And this time, uh, you suggested we read Batman and Robin circa August 2009. I think you say circa when you don't know... It's around when it came out. I mean, if you're going August of 2009, that's pretty much just that. Uh, not to, not to correct you. Well, I, d- I don't know the exact date. Okay. I don't know which day. You know, date. Uh, exact. I'm sorry. You're August. right. It, it, you don't know the exact release date. But you're right. Comic. I think it's usually circa is usually more generalized. <laughs> yeah. I was the uh, Cir- second half. Circa, circa the second half circa, of August. Circa 2009. Eight. Circa the 1800s. We yeah. think this is when that happened. <laughs> no, and so, yeah, you suggested that, and I suggested we read Kingdom Come, which, you know what, do I know when that one? Yeah, that was uh, May of 96. Oh, hey. Oh, no, not 10 years. Not, not 20 years apart. Never mind. My bad. I can't do math. That's okay. For some reason, 09 in my head, I flipped the, the, the 9 into a 6. Anyways, but yeah, that's what we uh, suggested that we read. Okay. And that's our podcast. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Now you know what we read, and you all have a good night. Thank you for listening. No, so if we... Uh, well, is there anything off the top you want to take up from last time, or any notes, or I don't know, any housekeeping? There, There's no housekeeping. I haven't finished editing the 
last podcast, which is due out. This is Wednesday night. It's due out Friday. So I have to finish editing that before before Friday. But I, I, I'm sure I can get it done. I'm sure you can. Or yes. if you don't, you know what? World's not going to end. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't know that to be true. Yeah, that's true. There, I don't know if somebody's made some kind of weird like, hey, Charles, if you don't get this podcast on time out to the general public, bad stuff's going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I've only missed podcast drop dates for real legitimate reasons. I don't want to miss one just because I was like, meh. I, yeah, I just you, don't. I'm tired. I don't yeah, feel like it. Uh, yeah, no. So, so I, you, I, I will get it. I will get it done. I, I, I do have tomorrow off. Oh, well, there you go. Well, good. Sort of. Oh, okay. I have. Well, no, I have things I have to do. But yeah, I've got, I've got time to. I've got time to edit. It wasn't an overly long one, which is good because I'm not very deep into the editing. And I'm sure everyone is interested in this. So we read Kingdom Come as per usual is the older comic that Hobbs suggested. It is. It is, well, hold on, real fast, because you know, you meant, for some reason I went to the whole somebody's gonna, you know, the world's gonna end if you don't do this. Mm-hmm. Did, uh, weird tangent, because in my head, have you said, did you see the previews? And it may have already come out for the new M. Night Shyamalan movie where Dave Batista goes to somebody's house and tells the dude he's essentially got to sacrifice one of his kids. Otherwise, the world's going to end. Or so it was something weird, premise like that. Do you remember seeing a preview for that? I did. I decided I did not want not want to know anything about that. It uh, looked good. So the the movie. Yeah, I don't even remember what it was called. It reminded me of almost like a Jordan Peele type thing, but it was M Night Shyamalan, and it looked really eek, yeah scary weird but not scary like ooh, i want to go see it scary i probably will eventually see it but anyway that <laughs> that made me think of that yeah so. i did i have no desire to see that movie i that the whole premise of that is like you're just you're just reaching because they're not explaining why killing their son would but i i mean they're just you, yeah who knows yeah Maybe oh, that's it, why you got to go see the movie yeah it, it's like the chat one of the chat things the not real artificial intelligent that somebody was trying to get it to say the n-word and coming up with reasons why it should and it was clearly programmed to not ever because it's like well what if someone saying it in private could save millions of lives and premises like that are just so stupid i they're not it makes no sense it's the it's the we have to make it legal back during when 24 was on the air and everybody was like well we have to torture terrorists because we have to find out the immediate plans that they have even though that doesn't work and they were using that well what if a bomb was about to explode it has to be legal for that guy to torture him well no that's the decision this is the way i always thought about this that's the decision a person actually literally has to make that's doing the trying to get the information out of them one they have to decide if they really have that information and torturing will work and if they're willing to go to prison to save millions of lives there you go or do they think if they save millions of lives doing that then if they get on put on trial for that the jury won't go yeah but he saved a million millions of lives because yeah i'm i'm against torturing i don't believe torture works but if you show me that it did work and they saved all of these lives because he tortured one person that knew about the horrible thing that they were just planned i probably wouldn't vote to convict there you go Sorry. No, it's okay. Well, and going back to the horror thriller movie thing, more horror, I don't know. If it's grounded in some horror movies, this is, I don't know if this is a hot take or anything, but you know, some horror movies are fantastical and I'm still scared by them, even though I know it's not real. But the ones that really get to you, I think, or get to me rather, I'm not going to speak for anyone else, at least in part are the ones that are kind of grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. 
where like, ah, uh, crap, yeah, that could happen, or that's actually scary, or people, you know, serial killers do exist. There are Hannibal Lecters out there. I don't know. Yeah. I say that, but then I love, you know, I love, I don't know if that's the right word. The Exorcist scared the crap out of me. The Shining scared the crap out of me. So anyway, okay, tangent off, the, all right off the bat, we we went down tangent road, so my bad. Yeah, we're just going to start the podcast over. Hi there, welcome to Hobbit Trolls. But you didn't lead in with the uh, my pants off, so I mean, are we going to just- Stop, stop, stop drawing attention to the fact that you're not wearing pants. He stood up, by the way, a minute I ago, did, so I, I could not. tell he's not wearing pants. Did not. Uh, no, so I suggested Kingdom Come. Had you read it before? I had a couple of times. Okay. See, which no, that's there's. I've told you before. There's nothing wrong with suggesting things we've read. I told you when you suggested it that I'd read it. No, 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 no. I, I know, and and uh, it just. I, I, th- I think I knew that, and I, I had not read it. I, I didn't read it right when it came out. I think I got a trade of it when it came after it was out for a year or two. But it had been like late 90s, early 2000s since I'd read it last. So let me just start out with, uh, what'd you think? So I've read it a few times. Yeah. And I really, really want to like it more than I do. Okay. I love the art because it's incredible. Although sometimes the painted art of, it's Alex Ross, right? Correct. Sometimes it doesn't work as well for me in comic books because it doesn't have what I think of as comic book art because it's, I mean, it's gorgeous and what he does. And there's some, there are some cover type shots and big spread shots that are just incredible with Superman and with the way he puts all of these characters because good Lord, all the characters they used in this was just incredible, but I didn't. I don't love it. Let's let's put it that way. I I really like a lot of it, but I I would I would want to love this comic book kind of like the way I love Marvels, but I just there's something about it that and maybe it's maybe it's that whole thing that I talk about that it's an event book and I think the thing I love about Marvels is it's not an event book. It's a it's a timeline about the Marvel universe. It it in a more grounded way. And this is this is definitely an event. This is a what happens when the comic books get too dark. The comic the superheroes get too dark and edgy, and the older comic characters decide not to be dark and edgy like that and go away and hide. And right. it's a it's a nice premise, but it is a is it a trope at this point? Okay, and I know so this is early. I know this is early. This is ahead, in ninety six, so it's not something that's been done. But actually. This is ninety six. What when did when did Squadron Supreme? Well, not Watchmen. Squ- well, Squadron Watchmen was the one I was thinking. Oh, Watchmen came out in the eighties. Squadron, Squadron Supreme, Supreme came, came out, out before the, Watchmen. Before Watchmen. So it's not like this isn't something that that has been done before. And I I think that's that's the thing. I don't. And we're gonna go back to me and Superman. And maybe I haven't read enough Superman. Maybe my image of Superman is wrong. But they keep writing Superman in these things in a way. I don't see him. I don't feel he's going to react like this. The I'm going to go run away and hide. And I don't think Superman goes and runs away and hides. I get you. Just my kind of thoughts on... Look, I get it. I remember fondly, downright loving it the last time I read it. Again, it, I think late 90s. I, I want to say, because I don't think I was even living up here in Dallas when I read it. Or if it was, it was I just moved to Dallas. On reread, kind of like... <sighs> Look, something like this had been done before, and the two things that come to mind, Squadron Supreme, Watchmen, but at the time it wasn't as done as it's been done over and over again, obviously now. And I want to say this was the first time you had a really good take and story of the actual DC proper heroes, not a Watchmen where, where they did age them. 
and and it did it, yes it was the 90s and everything was dark and gritty but it was it, it was it was done for the first time and at least to my memory in a good way and on top of that you know okay going to your thing about superman look i get it this is definitely a take on superman we've mentioned alex rocks the 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 great artist you know now at this point even back in the 90s he was well regarded and now he's just a legend mark wade is a writer the whole thing you know people haven't read it i'm not you know spoiler alert if you haven't read something from the 90s but superman bows out after the joker kills a whole bunch of people including lois lane i get the you know it was, yeah. remember they they always kill lois lane because of course because That's- he he is such a weak human being that if you kill Lois Lane, he can no longer tolerate it, and he takes over the entire world. Oh wait, that's a video game. That's a different one. That's a different take. But so Magog kills Joker, mm-hmm. just like you know, screw this, I'm killing him. And he stand, you know, Superman brings him in, trial acquitted, and mm-hmm. Superman's out after that. And then fast forward, what twenty years? What are we thinking? Thirty yeah. years? Yeah, call it call it twenty years. And let's say they'd been they'd been doing their job for twenty years because we've got an aged Bruce Wayne, right? I mean, not so much of an aged Superman, but Superman doesn't age in the same way, right? And the offspring of the supers have just kind of started just doing whatever the hell they want, and yeah, they and are not- out of they are out of control, absolutely and completely out of control. And then Magog is trying to take down a very weakened parasite, mm-hmm. Superman bad guy from way back in the day, who is begging to surrender and is just getting pummeled by Magog and a bunch of his people, including Captain Adam, which I found was weird. Or, or at least that's what I think they said. Yeah, it was Captain. It was a, I, I think later it, they, they, it was a Captain Adam. Okay. It might not have been the original, but because it was Captain Adam and Parasite draws energy from powerful enemies. And somehow split him or released his... And so much, he drew so much power off of the atom, he basically exploded like a nuclear bomb in Kansas. Yeah, which isn't good. It's bad. I, I think uh, it's. I think it's easy to say that that's bad. And then, okay, since it had been so long since I had, I had not read it. So the story is that essentially, Superman's gone away. The next generation is running amok. Which one of my big notes of this though? I knew what Kingdom Come was about. I didn't remember it was so much old generation versus new generation for some. I don't know how I didn't put that together when we re- read and talked about. Jupiter's Legacy. Did we did we talk about Kingdom Come at all when we when we talked about I, Jupiter's Legacy? I don't Legacy? believe we did. But by, and and who wrote Jupiter's Legacy? Millar, I want to say. Okay, I think because yeah, that yeah, that's his too. No, this is Mark Wade. This is Mark not, Wade, my, not Mark Millar. Okay, yeah. Sorry, I, so, I was they were. I think that the, the first names threw me off there because I'm like, wait a minute. Because yeah, they're no, both Mark, it, right? Yes, they are not, both Mark, okay. I believe. But it wasn't Mark Wade for sure. Okay, because. Speaking of going to, you know, that, that, you know, story type of story, it's very, a lot of similarities here. Oh, there, there are definitely Jupiter's legacy works better because it's his own characters and its own world. And I know they're, they're based on kind of the DC thing, but they aren't that. And by the way, in that the Superman avatar in Jupiter's legacy never quits and goes away. He continues to try to make the other heroes live up to the standards that he believes in. You're right. No, you're right. No, I know. Look, that's an issue with this, with Superman in this one, for sure. Oh, you know what, too? It's funny. It is Mark Millar. Frank quietly did the the art on, uh, which will come up later in our podcast. I'm not familiar with him. Frank quietly. Okay. I, okay. We'll, 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 we'll talk about that in a second. Okay. 
he, he's smiling ear to ear, everybody, because he just cracked himself up, everybody. So now there's that issue. What about the whole... So just look, it's an Elseworlds tale. Let's just put that out there, too. This is never... This was not supposed to be a main continuity mm-hmm. thing. It was supposed to be a one-off. I, I still liked it. I, I said the, I, I said I liked it. I you said, said I, you hated I, it and you burned you burned I, your iPad. I said I didn't I wanted to love it and I couldn't because of these reasons. It is I I really liked the priest working with the Spectre. Yep. I I loved that. I loved the mysticism at it, and I loved the heart that they wrote for the priest. Was he a priest or a preacher? I I, I wasn't exactly sure. I wasn't on that. sure either. Yeah. I I, did, I think it was fairly. I think he said priest. I thought at one point. Okay. I and he could have. I it was. I just kind of. Sometimes I think it's done on purpose with that kind of character, so it can be read either way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I really, I really enjoyed his earnestness, his being the everyman there. I thought that worked really well, having a reason for him to be there the whole time. I didn't like what they did to Captain Marvel. That was that's one of my big notes. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I kind of feel like that's just DC revenge on a character that was bigger than Superman after he came out. And I, you can say, oh, they ripped off Superman, but Captain Marvel was bigger than fucking Superman. Captain Marvel was awesome. And I get to call him Captain Marvel in this because that was who he was at that time. It's Captain Marvel. I, do they not? I mean, look, I haven't read a Captain Marvel Shazam comic book in forever. Do they not call him Captain Marvel at all in no, the comic books anymore? No, his name is Shazam now. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, that's too bad. Yeah, because, no. Because, yeah, anyways. No, so, I, I look, again, I read this comic book. I knew there was a thing with, with, with Captain Marvel. I didn't remember how he had been manipulated by Lex Luthor, who is, who is of course, one of the big bads besides Magog and the young, young supers. Magog wasn't really a big bad in this, because after... After he did that, he broke. Yeah. After the explosion, he broke because Superman comes out of hiding because Lois, Lois Lane, because Wonder Woman goes to get him and says, all right, Clark. And he refuses. That was another thing. He refuses to be called Clark. Clark was his name before he knew. I, I know he was originally named Kal-El, but he didn't remember that until later in his life. His He was named Clark by his parents that actually raised him. So I didn't like the don't call me Clark thing that he gave anyway this is me i maybe i don't like superman maybe you don't because <laughs> you know because he's he's not from run these parts you, everybody knows you don't like foreigners it's one of your things no <laughs> no and i was you know i was going back and looking and flipping through no parasite rips open captain adam it's not that he's just sucking his power somehow he accidentally rips him open i don't know why or how i hate when i do that which you know bad idea genes right yes. there yes now the, the captain marvel thing so so apparently you know, now it's whatever, how many years later, Billy Batson has grown up and looks like Captain Marvel. Like, the whole time he's walking around in the comic book, I forgot that he is not Captain Marvel. He is Billy Batson, just all growns up. I, every You were supposed to, because everybody around him, because he's working with Lex, he's Lex's heavy, and everybody thinks that's Captain Marvel. Right. And not Billy Batson, because he now looks, it, the age has gone, it, it's long enough, so it's been at least... Because, I mean, 20. he looks like a 35-year-old man, so yeah. he's at least, it's been at least 25 years since right. he was he was the kid, and they treat him with more respect than they would, because Lex, Lex gave him brain worms. 
I that he put these worms in his brain. Yeah, that... he, he talks about Doctor Savannah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, one of Captain Marvel's big bads, and there was a, there was that other bad guy for Captain Marvel that was literally a little worm, but and I forget the name of that bad guy. But yeah, no, he's put stuff in his head and he's been showing him videos and the whole like Clockwork Orange thing on him about how bad superheroes are. Yes, and he really and, kn- and he should know because he was a superhero and he's he's destroyed the poor kid's mind. I mean, it's bad enough he's a homeless he was a homeless child that was taken into a who was lured by a stranger into a subway thing and injected with a fully grown man and now yeah I know again cracking yourself up man it was just so wrong anyway yeah, so no but but the whole I, honestly the whole origin story of Captain that- Marvel was wrong. Follow a stranger into the subway or hey, into a here, dark kid. corner and get superpowers. I mean, good lord, who's nothing I- wrong? Nothing wrong ever happens to kids that go into dark, weird alleys with strangers. Oh, but it's a wizard. Uh huh. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. Come with me. I'm a wizard. Everything's gonna be okay. Good lord. And I have some candy here. Okay, that's enough. So the the other thing I have a problem with. This is me nitpicking now. I know Billy Batson's poor, brainwashed. Was a kid now grown up, but still probably in the mindset of a kid at some level because mm-hmm. Lux has been manipulating him and, and brainwashing him for apparently decades, maybe, mm-hmm. or for sure years. But when he does finally say Shazam. I had that problem too. Th- this is the first time I've thought about this on the reread is once he says Shazam, isn't it the wisdom of Solomon, among other things? Wh- and shouldn't that kind of snap him out of it instantaneously? Having already read this again, I had read this and I in my head, thought that, that when he said Shazam, that made it better, and that's why there were survivors, etc. And then I reread it, because to me, that is what I thought. I was like, and because when nothing happened, and he's still battling doing Superman. that. Yeah, battling Superman. I, I did think the same thing, because it's, they're not playing, they don't seem to be playing within their own the rules of their own universe well okay and speaking of not knowing the character and especially look i know mark wade can write it however he wants and this is just me nitpicking but Mm -hmm. it isn't i think it's a valid nitpick that that's where i kind of it kind of and now very very much towards the end of the of the story it's kind of where it lost me i was like ah it seems like once he says shazam he should get his his head straight because magic and wizards and and all that and he should have snapped out of it and then immediately helped fight the good fight and to me that's where it kind of lost me was like ah really and i I kind of felt like lex was keeping him because part of that stuff was he was not saying Shazam. He wasn't because Lex was keeping him from doing that. One, using his deterrence, and two, Lex probably thought that was what would happen. That, exactly, e- exactly. Otherwise, Lex would have been using him as a big bad, like he used Superman. In exactly. Whatever Dark Knight Returns or whatever, you know. Uh, but no, he he just kept him as a as a as a threat as a threat. Mm-hmm. That that's where it kind of lost me. And then the other thing there again on reread that that kind of was ah. Okay, a couple more nitpicks. I'm sorry. Now that I've read it a few times, and now this time kind of reading it because we were going to talk about it. At one point, the Spectre goes, and I didn't take a screenshot because I wasn't in a position to do it. I was reading at different times, and I just didn't. Spectre's leading around this this minister, Norman McKay, who's been having these visions, and it's the visions were kind of given to him shortly before the original Sandman died, I want to say, is who we figure out it was. Is that he was he was ministering to... A superhero that I guess was the I Sandman. I think it's Wesley yes. Dodds. And he was, was having... the original Sandman. And he was having these visions. And then when he dies, 
the minister, his friend, begins to have them. Yeah, he had stopped being a superhero. He had moved to the small town where the minister was from, and the minister knew he had been a superhero, and they became friends. That's right. Well, at some point during their walk um, uh, along the ethereal planes of existence and going from instance to instance of all this building to the apocalypse end of times ragnarok they use the term once or twice they they see all these super cosmic beings power uh, super powered beings gathered and it's like one of the guardians of the green lantern corps one of the little blue guys and the high father from new genesis and dead man is there and somebody else maybe a phantom stranger is there too and, and maybe a couple of but that's one of the things that always bothers me about these like they're like now we're just gonna stand back and watch and that's the explanation given i'm like really you're just gonna okay i, I have to wait for an active participant to make these decisions I, yeah and that's one of like, the again a nitpick because i think i had that same nitpick on something else we read and i've thought about that before too and other stuff is like ah or they are how they take them off the playing field by saying mm-hmm. ah here's why they can't get involved and sometimes they have a good little trick you know plot trick for that and sometimes it's i think this one it was just that they're just staying out of the way it's up to the to the earth to figure it out and in, in their own on their well, own well this wasn't a situation where it was going to end the world it was just going to change the world so True. on that level it's let the humans my biggest problem with that is the idea is it's between are we going to let the humans or the superhumans control the world the thing is this is where i have the problem a lot of the time with the way we look at this the superheroes are not a different type of person. They just have a set of talents that most people don't have. They d- doesn't make them better. It doesn't make them, well, I mean, in some ways it makes them better, but doesn't make them better people. It doesn't mean they should be in charge. But we get this, and that was what they were kind of saying, is it's it's whose path is who's going to rule the world kind of thing. Is it going to be these these gods on Earth, or is it going to be the people? So No, you're right. It was very much, that was the whole thing. It was a us or them, zero-sum game, mm-hmm. which is flawed logic. And that's the solution at the end, right? It's like, hey, we can all we can all get along. We can yeah. coexist. And oh my God, it was a big revelation. And yeah, it was the payoff was a little. I don't know. It, it I liked it again. I, I feel like I'm defending myself. I, I hated it. I didn't hate it. It's just again on reread. There were things that I just were nitpicking I, or, I, or just I, figuring out that like ah, huh? I don't feel like you're defending it. I, I feel like you're being harsher on it than I was because like I said, I like it, but there are a lot of things about it that, again, falls into these big book-type things. I do find it amusing that it has the same ending for Superman and Wonder Woman as Squadron Supreme did. Yeah, that's true. They get they get to have a baby. They get to have a baby. They do. I did like also the her job is to bring peace, and she loses her job because she doesn't bring peace. And by the way, the way Amazons bring peace is at the end of a sword. So that was one of my other things that I did not remember reading it that that she had fallen from grace among the amazonians or, or and and they had taken her title and and royal title away and station and all that and she's trying to maybe win back their respect by going even more hardcore than she ever was because she didn't she wasn't the, the ambassador to, that changed the world and yeah i just that 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 seemed weird that she that she would have gone so far that way, and then of course again she reconsiders everything at the end. Some interesting, I, I some of the cool stuff when when Superman goes to Apocalypse, and I'm 
and I'm thinking he's there to see. I, I didn't know what Dark Side. I didn't remember that part. And it turns out it's not Dark Side. It's Orion who's taken over for his dad. That was interesting. Yeah, and everything's and, and, just the same. And, and then you know you do start to and then reading it twenty years later or whatever at least. Everybody pointing out, not too subtly to Superman, like, look, you're going fascist here, dude. You're eventually going to have to go make some, if you're going to keep on going down this road, Wonder Woman's selling him in yeah. no uncertain terms. And she's pro doing that. And Batman's selling him that. Bruce is telling him that. And Cal, Clark, Superman is just in denial. It was, it was, it was interesting. That, that part was interesting on a reread that Superman was just either consciously or unconsciously just in denial about the way forward for him he thought was not as bad as everybody else was just telling him to his face. It was, I don't know. It was interesting. Well, it was definitely interesting reading this after reading the JLA Avengers. Yeah. Where they were discussing some of these same things. Yeah. And, and here they are, here they are doing it. I, it was, it was well done. I did have a, I did have a, something that I think aged wonderfully. The Lex Luthor's group is called the Mankind Mankind Liberation Front, or yeah. the MILF. <laughs> uh, may I assume that the MILF works then to raise the stakes rather than lower them? And I'm o- I'm always for the MILF, the MLF. Yeah, that's I didn't even. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it it it, it did amuse me because I have a uh, the sense of humor of a 13 year old. Well, no, uh, that was that was good. And, and and later in the in the scene that I really like, Wonder Woman is saying to is saying in the restaurant yeah. wonder woman says to bruce wayne and you're having no trouble with the milf inhibitor collars collars keep the rowdier ones subdued are they saying milf or is it the initials and you're just saying milf in your head okay there you go okay just you can laugh out loud it's okay you're cracking yourself up it's mlf man it's it's milf if you if you abbreviate that it's milf sure 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 <laughs> sure sure that cracks you that cracked you up Cracked me up when I read it. It was my favorite part of the damn comic. Well, speaking of them going to the restaurant at the end. And I mean, honestly, you do need an inhibitor inhibitor collar to settle down those rowdier milfs. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, no. they're They're making Bruce the godfather of the baby. Yes. So he's more grounded, I guess. How is that going to work out? How how, how well is Bruce done in his track record? Well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. They're making him the godfather. They're not making the way you read this is he's like, oh, well, I'm going to be his parent. No, you're going to be his. You're going to. It's you're like an, no, the you're way they were like talking- an uncle. No, they're not going to have him live with fucking Bruce. He's going to he's going to spend time with Bruce. So he it's- spends time with an actual human being. But well, they mentioned that in sense. So, so he's not in isolation with his parents all the yeah, time because it's not exactly. like Wonder Woman and, 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 and Superman are walking around going to, you know, Starbucks Yes. With with baby Cal. In my head, it's like he goes to live with Bruce for the summers. Sure. And or th- something. That's that's what I'm saying. He spends time with him, so he's around that. And by the way, actually, my guess is they base themselves out of Kansas or somewhere like that, and they raise their baby on a farm like yeah. Cal was raised. And then they send him into the big city to be with his rich uncle, because it's not like uh, they're going to be, Bruce is going to be taking him to Starbucks. I mean, Alfred's going to make, well, whoever Alfred's replacement is, because Alfred is probably dead in this. Was Alfred dead in this? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't know that we, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. If you don't see don't Alfred, remember, Alfred is dead. I don't remember not. See, I don't remember seeing him, and I don't remember there being an explanation. But I, I don't. I don't remember. Was the kid? So it's one of the MILF members. One of the man, mankind. Was it Mankind Liberation Front? Which is incredibly sexist, by the way. 
What, what, what about womankind? How about humankind? Boom, boom. There's Ra- Ra's al Ghul's successor is the son of Bruce and Talia al Ghul. Is that Damien. supposed to be a, a, a Elseworlds version of Damian Wayne, or is it just a different kid? Um, that that is, I don't know because I don't know if it was Damian. I don't think Damian was even around when this was written, right? When exactly. Was, yeah. So yeah. Yes, you can say that's Damian, except he never went to be with Bruce. Yeah, that could that that could be it. Yeah. So when so so the you know this all comes to head when so okay does does Lex turn him into Captain Marvel to go release the prisoners then no something happens and I don't that's another there, thing that's there confusing was a, there was a thing he got really really upset because they realized he wasn't Captain Marvel he was just Billy Batson and then he says Shazam and he tears off to fight Superman. Yeah, that, that that was a big plot hole for me. Speaking of not understanding, and again, it's not like I know the character really great because I've read, I remember reading some some Captain Marvel comic books, and and when we're saying Captain Marvel for these purposes, everybody, of course, that's the DC slash old. Is that timely comic? No, not timely comics. Fawcett, Fawcett, comics. Fawcett. Any any anyone that knows comic books is not going to get this confused. Well, some people that actually there are people that listen that are not huge huge. Well, comic I know. Book I, I I understand that, but then then them they don't they don't count. Okay, there we go. Bam! More shots fired, everybody. Gosh darn, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? It wasn't going uh, It's going to go off and it's going to go... Oh, it felt bad. They just mentioned... I don't even know if we get him in a, in a, in a, in a panel... Poor Captain Comet bites the dust in the, uh, in the prison breakout. Like, that's the one super that dies that really gets noted. Like, ah, and we lost Captain Comet. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay, th- talk about... I was like, Captain Comet, I know the name, and that's about I, it. I know because... nothing about Captain Comet. I didn't even know the name, so... Yeah, it's he's been around since the 50s, apparently, and that's about it. Because I looked him up, and I kind of remember seen stuff about captain but i confused him with somebody else for not captain not captain adam there's comet man maybe i swear it's just weird so that that was a weird choice to make the sacrificial lamb what else there's other notes just ahead oh robin comes back to join superman's bat uh, new justice league and mm-hmm. his costume it's a robin costume that I, that had been used before but at first i thought it was dr midnight because the two costumes are very similar from the justice society of america which is just a note because I always love the way Dr. Midnight's costume superhero getup looked. And then my last takeaway is now I really want to go find a good take on Captain Marvel. Shazam. So, yeah, why are you doing that with that ruler? Okay. Because I, and, and I know I've read some that are good. I, I, I didn't like the Jeff Johns stuff that he did here in the last 15 years. It was I, eh. Yeah, I I wanted to read some Captain Marvel too. I've been thinking about that because I've never really read any Captain Marvel. I've just read about him. Does that make sense? Sure. And I, mean, I, I I there was a there was a Superman and Captain Marvel. I was talking last time. I think maybe about the DC comic book movies, the the cartoons they actually do that are really good. Yeah. There was a Superman Captain Marvel one that is based on a comic, and I think I read that comic, and it was really good because basically Clark Kent meets Billy Batson. Yeah, I think I've seen that one too. I and it was really good. And I think I've read the comic they took that from and it was really good. So I just I like that character and I watched Shazam again this weekend. 
or last weekend, the, uh, within the last week and a the half. The stuff I understood was it I still think that's a good they, movie. They're I think not that's one of the best decent movies they've made. And it did terrible made. It is, at the and I, in the great yeah, And wasn't it Caesar said it was The Rock's fault? Spoiler, she gave a spoiler-free review on Twitter of the new Shazam and loved it, mm-hmm. which speaks, which means a lot to me So I, uh, that she liked it. Okay. So I, I very much want to go see the new one, too. Okay. I've, I've, I've stayed away from stuff, but I've not... The stuff I understood was it wasn't that they're not liking it and it did terrible at the box office yeah and, and wasn't it caesar said it was the rock's fault yeah i mean there's all sorts of stuff you know but no the rock didn't help no i'm not joking you, you're supposed to say caesar didn't say that because caesar said the exact opposite on our group text oh, i was sorry. throwing caesar under the bus there and you're just like yeah fuck it yeah yeah sure caesar <laughs> said it. yeah, yeah caesar. caesar caesar blames the rock for everything he does he does and he and caesar also well caesar doesn't like bald you know, guys. Yeah, no, he, he really doesn't like bald guys. And Caesar um, blames The Rock for, never mind. And Vin Diesel. Well. <laughs> and, and Pitbull. And Pitbull. And Jean-Luc Picard. That, that's the only time. Kojak. That's the only time Jean-Luc Picard has really been mentioned with The Rock, Vin Diesel, and Pitbull. There you go. I mean, that's not, I, that was a. It's a weird gathering. That was a weird, to, to, I, I, I get they're all bald, but. Well, hold on. Just it's go. I know. Just weird tangent again. Sorry, but going back to the Captain Marvel thing. I know Jerry Ordway, long time, mostly DC, if not almost. Uh, I, I want to say writer and artist. I know he did a, a Captain Marvel thing that I'm pretty sure I read and just completely. I remember liking it when it came out, but it was very much an old school take, going back to the roots to the point where I might have to go back and reread that. And I kind of want to go back and read some of the early Fawcett stuff. And I didn't even think to look and see if any of that's available on the DC app, if I still subscribe to it, or even on like a Hoopla thing where you can go mm-hmm. see, you know, hey, let's read the first few issues of the original, you know, which of course, uh, speaking of, of its time, since it came out like the year after Superman. Technically, I doubt that the first issues of Captain Marvel are available on DC because they don't fucking have the rights to it. Ha! Well, no, they eventually bought Fawcett. I thought uh, after they threw the, after they sued them out of um, you know sued them into not being able to publish Captain Marvel and won. There's okay. I, th- I think they did eventually, but then they bear. But like, just like a lot of these comic book places do, like I know Marvel bought like Malibu or something, and the Ultraverse, and then just buried all the characters and never to resurface. And that's a weird tangent too. Oh, the other thing I was going to ask you because I did no research, even the googling, which I'm trying not to do during the podcast anymore. Magog. Am I supposed to know who this is before I read this? Is that a new character? Okay, I got nothing, and okay. I did I did no research on that. All right, just want to make sure. I wasn't sure if. No, he was okay. Magaga's first, and okay, I just did a couple clicks. First appearance, Kingdom Come. That makes me feel better. Like, I was okay. like how did I? Okay. Anyways, but yeah, I mean, look, it was good. I just the, the nitpicks were a big were a big deal to me on this one. I get it. I get it. I like I said, I liked it. I really did like the last part of it when they go into the superhero restaurant. restaurant. It's Clark, Wonder Woman, and Bruce, and I enjoyed them sitting down at the. <laughs> at that restaurant to have the talk about her being all knocked up with a kryptonian baby yeah how do you like uh bruce always got a plan always has a plan give you give you give bruce Wayne enough time you give batman enough time he's gonna figure everything out that he just was trying to get after figure out what was going on with captain marvel the whole time that's mm-hmm. why he was making friends with lex and yeah. just has to look at diana and know she's pregnant 
Well, that wasn't looking at her. It was the whole point. He figured out the whole point of them. Yes, but yeah, that that's he's 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 really bright, and a lot of people can do that. But yes, I know. Give him enough time, and he can defeat anyone. Okay. Yes. Yes. Sure. I know. Sure. Sure. Except Bane. I mean, how well, much time he, would he need? He to... Literally broke his back. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. Just a roided out jock. That was his. That that's Batman Super uh, Kryptonite. Yeah. He should have left Bane to starve to death in a in a bar, bomb shelter like he did to KG Beast. Boom. Very good callback. Thank you for doing that. That was nice. I like that. Well played, sir. Hey, I, I just I just like it when we do a completely non-political comic like uh, The like Beast. King, King, Batman like and the, Come? Yeah, no, oh. ba- Batman and the Beast with Two Backs. <laughs> oh, yes. Because that was completely not non-political comic book from the 80s. Not, not at all. There was, a, there was an ounce of anything. Suicide bombs or... Iranian terrorists or, or Reagan or, or or a KGB assassin or a KGB assassin. What else? Yeah, what Kingdom Come was very political this? as well. What? Yeah, yes, I agree. K- the Kingdom Come was very political. No, it was. It was, it was just uh, fine for for it not being as old as some of the stuff that I suggest. It did seem a little. I I think that was a choice. I think they were. I, I think they were making it more like something that would have come out in the eighties, or if they had been doing this even earlier. Yeah, I it it really had that feel. That was a choice more than, or it it felt really like an eighties comic more than a nineties comic. Because maybe it was your reaction to some of the 90s comic stuff. Yeah. So they're like, we're going to make this like Suicide Squad and Watchmen, except not as good. No. Yeah. You know what? Okay. Speaking of that, I Watchmen better. Uh huh. Squadron Supreme better. Oh, my God. Do you know what I just did? What? I called it Suicide Squad. You did, I think. Oh, Oh my my God. God. And I just let it go. And you didn't notice it. Holy crap. You I just let it, it go because I'm so used to do you doing it. Or Massive. Yeah. yeah. Massive season one callback. Holy shit. How many times did I call it Suicide Squad when we talked about Scott, Squadron Supreme? A few times. Yeah. Just, few don't, times, but just, don't hey. abbre- just don't abbreviate either one of those. Don't do that. No. 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 And well, so I was about to, and I'm not going to do it. I'm going to hold, hold it back. It will be suggested at some point because I feel like the counterpart in some way on the Marvel side is, is Earth X different. And I've read it, but it's been many years, which came out in 99, mm-hmm. which I feel like I did read when it came out. So maybe I did read, because I read this before I read more Earth X. I'm, I'm not going to suggest it this time, but I just, you know, it's it's out there because I didn't want and, and I was also thinking about suggesting a, a, a Grant Morrison run that I'm going to hold back to. But we'll talk about Grant, Grant Morrison in a second. Before we jump off this, I just happened to flip over to the Magog Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. And his first appearance was in this. Here's from the Wikipedia page. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to just read it. The character's appearance was based on, on, on that of the Marvel Comics character Cable. Magog's character design was based on superhero design trends of the time, especially Cable and Cable's creator Rob Bi- Liefeld himself. Alex Ross explained that his designs, his, the design's decision, quote, as I remember, Mark originally told me, make him look like everything we hate in modern superhero design. <laughs> That's awesome. They're like, yeah, 90s stuff, let's just... And, and look, they could have even done more, but uh, it was just kind of funny that that's what they were trying to go for with Magog. So yeah, that, uh, that, that is very funny. I like that. Yeah. So yeah, I guess if I look, let me just say, if I had to rate it now, three out of five stars, it's still thumbs up. Whoa. You know, maybe because it's not really. I didn't know your. I didn't know your five star rating went below a four. Whoa. Whoa. How dare you attack me? But it, it does. This is Hobbs' least favorite comic ever, evidently. 
that we've reviewed maybe no that's true huh no there's other stuff where i was like yeah you, you've never hey, you know spider Hav, island Hav, you've never <laughs> given a you've never given a starred review before that was I know. more of a I joke know. on that and then the yeah I, yeah it's okay it, it, it was it was it was a good comic that i felt should have been a lot better as i said before i wanted to love it i did too well and, and i to the point where i remember really liking it when I read it, so that when Kingdom, the comic books, this comic book sequel, Kingdom came out, I was all excited to go. There's a sequel to this? Yeah, just called The Kingdom, but it's not nearly as good. Oh. Uh, I, I'll, it's just not. Okay. Uh, I, and I don't remember, I just remember not liking it as much. Plus, Alex, Al, uh, Alex Ross isn't involved. Okay. And the art was crazy good in this. It's just, it's just different. The art was incredible in this. Absolutely. But, absolutely incredible. All that said, I probably will just... Because I'm a kind of a weird completionist, I might have to go read Kingdom, the Kingdom now. Yeah, I kind of might have to do that too. You son of a bitch! And hey, if you do figure out a good Captain Captain Marvel, yeah. like I like, I remember trying to like, and I read some of the Jeff Johns stuff that he did. Probably God, it's probably been ten, fifteen years now. Mm-hmm. But he, there was a, I know what he was trying to do to bring in that 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 lion thing that was an original character back in the 30, 40s or whatever. But that's where he did go to a group home and all the kids were somehow part of Captain Marvel or I forget, or it was a weird well, take on you, it. You mean like they did with Shazam? The movie, yeah, but which no, I liked. Wasn't... And by the way, they had the tiger. Since I just watched it, they had the tiger because there was a kid in the in the carnival that at the end and there was a tiger and Billy... Well, Shazam handed the tiger to the little kid who was with their with her father because he wanted the tiger really bad from his mom, and he handed it to the kid and said, "Hold on to the tiger, hold on to the tiger." And it really, really, it was just a wonderful moment in that movie, which is something that you don't get in DC movies normally. This whole arc of it's at a carnival where he lost his mom who abandoned him once he got lost and he wanted the tiger but didn't get the tiger got the compass and then he gives the tiger to an- another small child i i just remember there be a, no but there was something weird in the jeff johns run that was i don't know okay and i wanted to say it wasn't that they all turned into their own versions of like you know captain marvel jr ms marvel Mm-hmm. I thought they all somehow joined up to become all together. I don't know. I got you. I, got I don't, you. I I don't remember. You. Maybe maybe I need to give the Jeff Johns run another chance and, and, and try it again. So The Kingdom, it's a 36 page from 2021 rated T. Jesus Christ will return to Earth in the same manner in which he left, but this time he will reign on Earth for a thousand years in a time known as the Millennial Kingdom. Is that, that what you were talking about? That seems like a weird sequel to this. Yeah, that's a little weird. I don't think that's... I, <laughs> I think, think that's I, right I think one. I found the wrong one. I'm not going to borrow I that, that. I think that might be something else. Although... I people, think you're on a... But, and I think you're on a list now that you Googled that. I... I didn't go. I'm in hoopla. That's what came oh, up. Oh yeah, you're definitely on a list now. <laughs> you're 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 red flagged. I I'm on a list for looking at something about Jesus. That that doesn't seem like a list thing. That uh, oh, okay, Jesus freak. <laughs> All right, death cultist. Just Whoa. cannibal cannibal death cult member. Whoa! Eat my body, drink my blood. Okay, a little it's a little freaky deaky. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, say that. I'm pretty sure your uh your religion is the one that really literally thinks they're. I, I know. Hey, plus you know. I, I was raised where it was where it symbolic. wasn't the yes, it's a symbolic consuming. I know. I know. It, again, it's weird. <laughs> I'm, I've been. I grow up eating a dude and drinking his blood. It's not. It's not. And then plus he's, he goes zombie every year. No, he doesn't go every year. He went zombie once. 
He went zombie once. Well, we celebrate it every year. We, well, we, 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 we celebrate his zombiehood, but, but we don't. By, he doesn't. By eating, by eating his candy and chocolate rabbits. Speaking of something I wanted to love, but don't. Hmm. History of the World Part 2 on Hulu. Yeah. I'm, I, don't, I don't dislike it. I don't dislike it either, but I don't love it. It was, you know what? We're spoiled now. When it's somebody, all, and I'm not, I'm seeing this from somebody. It's drunk history. Yeah, well, the, it, it is. It's it's drunk history without facts, though, because at least the great thing about drunk history is they they have the facts, but it's just a drunk person telling it. This is, but yeah, it's I. It bothers me that I don't like it as much as I wanted to. Because I do love Mel Brooks. I love That's Saddles. exactly it. That that I is exactly it. I love Mel Brooks. Young Frankenstein. Yes. Uh, Mel, 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 young Frankenstein is just one of the all-time greatest movie. Young Frankenstein are two of my favorite movies of all time. Okay, but one part that I did, because I was speaking of having the sense of humor of a small child, mm-hmm. this is like five to 10-year-old humor. Did you see, how many episodes did you get in? I think I'm almost done with it. Okay, so we're about halfway through it, but the one where, on, where they're on the transport ship going up to Normandy for oh, D-Day. God, I hated that one. Oh, okay, so Julie was looking at me like, what is wrong with you? Because I am dying. I'm, 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 I'm going to start laughing now because I love potty humor. I love shit. So- and vomit oh comedy yeah, and it I cracked know. me the I, fuck up i can't stand that oh my god it just is my hilarious least, my least favorite kind of comedy just everybody throwing up and oh my god i just i was i was crying <laughs> laughing <laughs> that part did crack me up well, uh, I, there were some good parts no the there, whole, there uh, were some very good parts i curb the, the enthusiasm part was funny yes the the stuff with Rasputin. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville playing Yeah, Johnny Rasputin. Knoxville playing Rasputin. It just yeah. that it's, there's some really good things. Like I said, I wanted to love it and I don't. I'm still watching it. I'm still enjoying it. Yeah. I'm just uh, not. Oh my god. Ted Lasso started. I know. I don't have Apple ah. TV. Okay. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, when it's all said and done down the road a little bit, I'll pop on for a month and watch everything I want to watch and then pop off. Yeah. No, no, it's 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 a good, uh, yeah, it does suck because you can't binge it. It's a weekly thing, so yeah, it's a little frustrating. Okay, okay. I guess we should talk about where people can find us. Sure, Hav lives on. No, whoa, whoa, <laughs> hey, gonna dox me on on our own podcast? No, like I've said, no. So yeah, the Twitter. We're still on the Twitter. Eh, sure. Despite blood money running it now, uh, blood diamond money or whatever. <laughs> We're, we we don't care. We're still on the Twitter. I'm at I'm at Hav Gonzo tweets. Charles is at Herring Red Real. Correct. Correct. Okay, I did do that right. Yes. And then the podcast I always get wrong. It's J and spelled out C Talk Comics. Yep. That's the Twitter handle. Yes. So there you go. And then uh, the webpage is Hav and Charles dot com dot com. Not not dot org or dot podcast. Or dot your mama. That'd be funny if there was a domain Whoa. your mama. Somebody should do that. Don't you try to dot, dot my mama. mama. <laughs> so hey, and on the on the website, because Charles informed me before we started recording, sadly, that I have to report that there there were no emails for me this yeah. week and I'm sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I make make Hob happy. Send us something so I can read it on the air. And not tell him about it before because he gets so, so genuinely excited and it's fun. I, I do. And I like to get Hav excited. Mark. 
You mark that one for later. No, I really do. I really do. And if anybody has any, like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure there are people like, ah, I'm not going to send that or that's dumb or, yeah, look. I, I'm pretty sure if you listen to this podcast, you know, there is nothing too dumb for either one of us to say. Exactly. Or to answer. And there's no such thing as a stupid, well, there are stupid questions. Oh, no, there, are, okay. abso- there are absolutely stupid questions. And if you write a stupid question, we will absolutely point that out. And we will love the fact that you had the balls to do it. Exactly. God bless. Said. Please do it. Give us stupid questions. Or give us really hard questions and make us look like fucking, well, make us look like bigger fucking idiots than we actually are. There you go. It, well, and on the website, the HavenCharles.com website, it's not the HavenCharles.com, on the top right, real easy, boom. Send, send send an email. It's super, super easy uh, with the World Wide Web. It's a series of tubes. The uh, information superhighway, as they called it in cable. So, Hav, yeah. when TikTok is in my house, is it bringing the 5G, the 4G, I'm sorry, the 4Gs into my house? Like the four original gangsters? Uh, did, did, did you hear anything about the, my sister no. was telling me, these were some of the questions that some idiot in charge of our country was asking the ceo of tiktok oh no really yes oh and and is it is it using my internet is is when tiktok is is if they're using tiktok is it using my internet well yes because that's how the internet works okay so would would that sound like have you heard or watched any of this kunk on earth no i haven't i haven't is is it worth watching i saw something oh my god it It is my humble opinion if you like just over the top mockumentary stuff, so it is a mockumentary. Well, yes, it's. Uh, what do you, you wouldn't? Did you ever see the one the the Ricky Gervais Netflix show where his his wife passed away and he's dealing with the grief? No, thank God. It was really good. Um, uh-huh, sure, but you lost, you lost me at Ricky Gervais. Oh, okay. But the, one although of the actresses- ex- extras was amazing. So. Okay, it was good. But one of the, the an actress in that is is playing this this documentarian talking about there was there was Kunk. Her name is Kunk, C U N K. Kunk on Britain was a, a, a show that came out on BBC whatever for, and then she did Kunk on Earth, and it's I think it's, give it. I'm, I'm curious to see what you think. Give it give it a whirl. It's I mean each okay. episode is like forty minutes long. It's on Netflix. Okay, so, so so our next episode will just be us talking about Kunk. We are way down the rabbit hole here, my but, friend. Okay, what brought that to mind was you talking about our president asking those questions because those are the kind of questions whoa, 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 she whoa, whoa, asked whoa, 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 whoa. i didn't say our president asked that it oh, was a con- it was a congressional hearing i don't oh, know oh congressional okay, hearing no biden did not ask those questions oh, biden, okay biden would have been prepped way too well to ask okay, questions good. like okay that. good 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 okay. lord our no, president good. Well, anyways, you, you do know you do know Congress people are leaders of our country. I said one of the leaders of our country. No. Yes, they are. No. They're leaders of their own little little no. you know, district. They get to vote on things that you can do with your body. Oh wait, no, not you. You're male. They get yeah. to vote on things that women can do with their bodies. Right. No. God. Ooh, okay. We that was a real moment of politics there, wasn't it? All right. So box. Mark the mark the card. Mark the, the yeah, bingo card. That was a real moment of politics. Because in Kunk on Earth, she would ask like scholars, really serious like Oxford professors the most asinine questions with a completely straight face and it's hilarious. Okay. The interactions. I could like, I could like that. I would like that. I think I'll okay. I think I'll watch that. We'll try it. I'm interested to see what you think. Okay. And we'll talk about it for at least 45 minutes on our next podcast. There you go. 
So you made me read. Whoa. Allowed you. Let you experience Batman and Robin by Grant Morrison and art by somebody. Frank Quietly. Frank Quietly. Yes, that's right. See, I even knew that. The art was incredible in this because it's Frank Quietly. Both both are great. Yes. Grant Morrison is awesome. And just off the top. Okay. I liked it a lot. Okay. Surprise, surprise. It's Grant Morrison. And I did go into it with high expectations. I remember when this came out, albeit more than, you know, God, in 2009, I didn't realize it was that many years ago now that it had come out because everything, like anything within the last 10, 15 years to me seems like it was a couple, a couple of years ago. But I did have really high expectations. Yeah. And expectations met. Yeah. Was the thing. Again, not surprising, but you never know. You know, some people, some people take swings and miss and... This wasn't the time for Grant Morrison or Frank Quietly to miss to the point where I've already I I didn't realize that Grant Morrison had read, written the lead into this. Apparently, there was an arc called Batman R.I.P. Rest in Peace. Mm-hmm. So I got to read that now and I'm going to keep on reading this run okay. of them, too. So, yeah, it was great. I liked it. That's why I mentioned it. I don't know if I liked it as much the second time as I did the first time. But sometimes that just happens because you've read some of it. I, I may have liked some I think I like some of the stuff that happens later in this arc. I think the the first one was not as good to me as some of the the latter stuff, but I really did enjoy this. And I really enjoyed this the way I've enjoyed rereading some other stuff with Grant Morrison now that I know more about them. Yeah. Because I can look at things in a different way coming from their perspective. Some of the pig stuff works a little differently. Ah, okay, yeah. And it's just interesting. It, it's the, the, the way people think when they're coming from a particular mindset or that they understand things in a different way than you do. Yeah. I, I liked the, I liked that there were two Robins and there were three Robins in this. Let's, let's put it that way. There, there were, there are all three, three of the four Robins were in this arc. Yes. Because the only one we missed was, what? what is his name? Tim Scott? Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Tim Scott. Who is Tim Scott? Anyway, I knew it was... Well, and at first I thought you were counting Scarlet as one of the Robins. Because she kind of was a Robin to Red Hood. No. No, I wasn't. I know. Interesting. You, no, I, I'm, I'm saying I wasn't. That's, that's a, that is a very good observation, huh? Oh, so in case anybody hasn't read this, we talked about when it came out, Batman's dead. Like, dead, dead. But of course, they're eventually going to bring him back, like you do. Comics. Yes, he's he's and don't no oh Lord. I I only vaguely remember how he comes back or where he comes from. Don't, and don't and worry it is about no no no. I I'm not going to even try to do it. Although if I were drinking right now, I would take a crack at it because I think it would be hilarious. Because it is. Let's just say it's because comics. Yeah, that shit was fucked up. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I have now. I kind of want to read because I remember who else did they bring back? Was it Green Lantern or Green Arrow? Green Arrow died, and I remember reading him oh coming my back. God, that you, you well, he didn't quite come back. Part of him came back when Green Arrow died, and it was <sighs> oh man, oh you want to do that one? Okay, that one I remember better. So I don't. No, I don't. I don't. I just remember thinking, wow, this is a lot. Just, just have him reborn. I don't know. Can't well, they, you do it they more did. Simple? They, they, they did. Then do, they were. Yeah. Anyway. That, that was kind of interesting. And I want to like Green Arrow comics better than I do, because I loved Arrow. You mean Batman Jr.? I loved Arrow. You mean, you such mean a great... With, with, with the Arrowmobile in the Arrow Cave? And why why don't they call it the Quiver? The Cave? I don't yeah, know. The Quiver. Where, no. where do you put an arrow? A Quiver. It's The Arrow Cave should be called the Quiver. It should be. Oh, my Lord. Because they weren't even trying to hide the fact that they were just doing Batman without doing Batman. Yeah. So, look, so Batman's dead, and surprise, surprise, Dick Grayson, Richard, 
Grayson trying to get away from everybody calling him Dick all the time to his face because, you know, different time. I don't know where I'm going with that. Dick Grayson takes over as Batman. And Damian Wayne is now in the picture, the well, offspring of Bruce and Ra's al Ghul's daughter, Talia. Talia. One of the main reasons he takes over as Batman is because Damien is there as Robin with his father, and you can't have Damien set loose in the Batcave. Yeah, well, and I like the little interactions in this. You know, you can tell, obviously, there's some tension oh, between old Damien yes. and, and Dick. Yes. And, like, Damien's just ready to put on the cowl. Oh, yeah, he thinks he, should, he thinks he should be Batman. I, I, I'll do it. I can be Batman. You're like, okay, simmer down there, Junior. Yeah. You can't can't even really be Robin yet because you want to kill everyone. You were raised by literal assassins to be an assassin. Yeah. That's not how Batman works. He's a little little rough around the edges. He treats Pennyworth, Alfred, like the help. Well... Alfred he, is the help. I know, but he's but yes, family. no, he is. He is in yes. So he's just, the closest thing both Bruce and Dick have to a father. Right. I actually uh, no. I in fairness, he's more of a grandfather to Dick and a mother. There you go. Sure. Oh, so the intro, the intro arc is them, of course, getting used to each other, and Dick Grayson's having you know doubts about taking over the mantle. He hates the cape. He, there's a great sequence or line where he's like, "The first thing I did when I became Nightwing was get rid of the freaking cape, throwing my balance off." And then he has a great exchange with Alfred about you know, "Hey, your background was in the circus performing. This is a performance." You're you, you be Batman. You have to mm-hmm. be Batman the way you think Batman should be. Not it, it was it was nice. Yeah, he, um, you have to you have to be the Batman that you see in the world. Yeah, not you. You can't be Bruce because Bruce was Batman one way. You have to be Batman like Dick Grayson is Batman, and it it makes sense. You can't. You got to bring your own thing to the character. Well, and one of the cops was even like, "Is is he shorter?" You know, because Batman's been absent for a few months. <laughs> yeah, you know. Oh well, they're talking about Batman being gone, and then out pops. Yeah, out pops like, a different sh- a different Batman, basically. Yeah, and and uh, what else was there? Oh, the oh, because the intro arc with Pig. Yes. Oh, for some reason that just creeps me though. You know what out? It just it was such a good weird bad guy that I want to know a little more about because you don't get a lot about what his backstory is, but you know it's fucked up. Yes, he has a bad backstory. There is definitely that. And, and Scarlet, Scarlet yeah. is oh my poor God. little girl, Natasha, or ta- the poor girl that yeah survives but gets the the jaw face permanently. I like, I like how it just falls off later. Yes, I was. Oh my God, that poor kid which means she can come back as anyone right i yeah, love comic yeah. books because of that and I, I like pulp anything because of things like that of the all right here's a placeholder whether or not they get used later we're writing a thing that is going to go on and on and on beyond something so we're going to leave something if i come back to this character maybe i'll use them somebody else is going to be writing exactly. and need to do something at some point they need somebody to bring in that means something that hasn't been around but they can already have a backstory and boom bang there it is flesh out what happens to her at the end where she goes why she all of a sudden comes back and you've got a new character or, or you've got an old character but that means something as a new character. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Well, speaking of old characters coming back and coming back from the dead, of course, in the second part of this, and I'm just jumping ahead to this, mm-hmm. just to, you got the Red Hood, you got Jason Todd, mm-hmm. who famously died in the comic books because of the freaking 1-800 or 1-900 number. I think it was a pay number, maybe. Yeah. Where the it was left to the fans. It was a 976, whether, wasn't it 976 back then? 
Maybe. It was left up to the fans whether Jason Todd should die or the Joker. And no, for, no, no. What was it? It wasn't. If, or just should Jason Todd just, die? It, should he? Should Jason Todd die? Yes or no? It, okay, it, okay, see, and I remember it always being, should the Joker die or Jason Todd? But I think you corrected me once before, and you're absolutely right. It wasn't even a choice between the Joker and Jason Todd. It was just, should Jason Todd die? Yeah. The freaking fans said he should die. And that's where I, and I not, told by you this the way, before. Not even by a lot. It's not like there was this massive... Okay, I know, yeah. but he's still... It's, he's still I lost. I started reading Batman regularly in junior high right after or towards the end of year one. And then year two. And then it's, anyways, I started reading Batman regularly when Jason Todd became, was becoming and became Robin. Okay. And I liked him. I, okay. I, yeah, he was rough around the edges. He was taking over for Dick Grayson. He had some learning to do. I remember seeing the ads. And you and and you had a lot in common with him. You grew up on the street. You lo- you stole cars. You're a right. wise no, ass. Not at, not at all. A wise ass, yes. But no, I just liked him. No, I know. And I remember seeing the ads. And I remember thinking, oh, my parents would kill me if I called to vote in. And I never asked to. And I just never thought in a million years you, he was going to die. It's your fault he died. It, it I, was a you know one. What? It was one vote. It, it it it. I feel a little guilt about him dying. So, but so he's back in this as Red Hood, and you get all you know. He's you know what is it? Crying with consequences. I forget what his little. He's he's reading marketing books. Oh my lord! He came back because Ra's al Ghul or somebody in the League of Assassins took his body and put it in a Lazarus pit. Now, Lazarus pits bring you back to life. But they don't really do it in a good way. They mess you up. They mess you up pretty good. If you've watched the the Arrow, that that's a good learning of that. You come back wrong. Sometimes you don't come back quite at all. Quite at all. He came back, but he's got scars and he's got a, he's a little twisted and he was already rough around the edges. So he's decided, like a lot of people looking at Gotham and looking at the revolving door at Arkham Asylum, that. If Batman would just kill these motherfuckers, we wouldn't be having this fucking problem. Well, why doesn't Bruce Wayne just spend all his money and solve crime? Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. No, go ahead. You were on a roll, and I just interjected. Because it wouldn't be as good a comic book. That's a good point. We're going to do a 40-comic arc on Bruce Wayne's charitable contributions poverty. to Gotham City. He's going, to be building, hunger. he's going to be building housing. He's going to be feeding the homeless. I mean, it's all good shit. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm just not going to read a fucking comic book about that. Right. Well, like, would you rather Elon Musk buy Twitter or solve worldwide hunger I, for $44 billion? Seeing what he's doing to Twitter, I don't think $44 billion would be enough money for him to solve world hunger. Yeah. Well, he'd have to buy it. He'd have to buy somebody else's solution for to world hunger. Well, and he, and he like would he put his Tesla. name on it. Yeah. Well, like yeah. he did Tesla, like he did PayPal, like he did I Twitter. Yeah. Well, no, he hasn't. He has not yet found a way to say that he created Twitter yet. Ah. Anyways, okay. So go. You were on a roll. I'm sorry. Jason Todd comes back. He's gonna kill all the bad guys. Yeah. That that's his solution. It, you. If you do certain bad things instead of putting you away, you're going to die, bitch. Yeah, totally makes sense. I, I'm not yeah. going to say it's fair, but you can understand that. Batman should have killed the Joker years ago. And has had the chance to. And the Joker but, actually wants him to kill him. That's the whole point of their relationship. They have a pretty messed up relationship. I'm going to keep doing this shit until you kill me. 
I can't stop doing this stuff, so I'm going to engage you. I don't know why a, a random street cop hasn't just shot the Joker. Right? Like, just, you know, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, yes. Going back to the Lazarus Pit. Unless, of course, there are three Jokers, and they've done that a few times. I, sorry, there's a theory that I haven't really gotten into, that there are three Jokers, and that's why there's different levels of Jokers, and sometimes they're... Different yeah, types of Jokers. Yeah, because, yeah, instead of just it's comic books, but everybody's writing it their own way in different eras when they come across... Anyway, go ahead. I don't want to distract you. Yeah, it no, was no, no, actually yeah. kind of no, fun. The, that it sounds like an interesting theory. I don't know if it's a theory or if it's something they did in DC for a little bit recently. Oh, okay, well, they've done a whole bunch of stuff with Joker in the last five few years. Well, they think Joker's awesome, and they're making another movie. Have you seen the Joker movie? I haven't yeah. seen the Joker movie. Did you like it? It's okay. It's it's just it's super dark. I mean, okay. it is it's it's as bleak and dark as you can get. Okay, and it was well done. Okay, and Joaquin Phoenix is is great in it. Okay, it's cool. just. It's ooh, it's a hard watch. Okay. Oh, the Lazarus Pit. No, yes, they come back twisted, but also I was going to say anybody that's died the way some of the people that have died that go through the Lazarus Pit, like oh, yeah. Jason Todd getting beaten to death with by with the crowbar by the Joker, had he survived that, he was going to probably have some PTSD issues. And so he guess I guess he kind of did, and now he's back having gone through the Lazarus Pit. So and 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 didn't he go? Didn't he also end up in that because he went off when he wasn't supposed to? Yes. And, and he, to try he, to confront the Joker by himself, he thought he was going to. Yeah, I think it was. Yes, he was. He was going to be the big hero. Yeah, uh, and that's kind of the horror. Of the, the, what we're seeing with Damien and Dick yes. in this is that but, Damien's going out to do that. Now, Damien is much better trained than Jason, Jason Todd was. He did. He doesn't need the training that Dick got because Dick wasn't allowed to do jack crap for literally a few years. Yep. To go out with him, and he didn't do that with Jason Todd. As a matter of fact, the, from what I understand, he and Dick had discussions about that. Why are you letting him go out? You wouldn't let me go out this this quickly. Early, yeah. yeah. No, he, and he, he did a lot have... of things different with mm-hmm. Tim Drake after that. Well, yeah, Tim Drake got even more training, and yeah. still and still couldn't fight at the level of the other two. He was more yeah. they they take him as more of the detective instead of he's as good a detective as Batman because he did find out who Batman was. Which, exactly. Which I mean, come on, how hard is that? It's got to yeah. be Bruce Wayne. Well, I mean, maybe it's the other rich billionaire that's you know always. Uh, anyways, it's Elon Musk. Elon oh Musk God, is Batman. That'd be hilarious. If you try to do something like that, gosh darn it! We keep on, you keep on, you keep on getting me off, off my. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, the other parallels. So, hey, did you look? Did you flip through the end where they were showing the different colors, doing homages to different covers, uh, classic Batman covers? It's really cool. You should do that. Okay. Uh, different from every from a lot of different eras. But one of the other things, speaking of the parallels between this run, the, this early run on Batman and Robin and the Jason Todd run, at the end where. Scarlet and Red Hood get the drop on Bat- Batman and Robin, Dick and, and Damien, and then they have him tied up, and it's a dial-in number to vote. Oh if God, you that's see. right! I I did not. If even... you want to see them naked, and I was like, oh, that's just so, so next level. I that... I never I unmasks not naked. Un- unmask. Well, they're down to their their boxers. <laughs> I got you, but settle down. <laughs> but it, they're down to their boxers. But do you want to see who Batman and Robin are? Yeah. T- dial this number for this or this yes. number for that? Oh my God! I never put those two together. And I, I was did like, not... oh my God, that is going Grant Morrison. Of course, is a freaking brilliant yeah, they're, genius. They're brilliant. I can't believe I missed that at yeah. oh i hate being dumb no i mean i that's immediately i thought oh this is why he suggested this because of my thing with the with the dial-in thing no uh, I, when, I just, when they killed off jason todd i suggested it because it's a really good comic book i it's a it it's a great good. batman and robin comic book and it doesn't even and it's a legacy character yep 
I I like legacy characters sometimes. I do too. I, I, I love the way you can say, okay, here's the same character with a different person and let's see how they do. And they, they're having that. That's the conversation Alfred and Dick are having is you have to be your version of this. Yeah. We, we, we know what the what you're trying to achieve, that this this hero is trying to achieve these certain things, but you have to do it in a way that you do it. How How are you going to do it? So. Yeah, no, it was. It was oh, I, here's a question for you, and maybe you've read more of this run before and after than I have. I take it still at this point, Gordon doesn't know that Bruce is Batman, or does he? He does not. Still okay. I know I, that there's some iterations or some versions where he does, or some future Else Worlds where he does, but it yeah. didn't seem like he did. But he knows this is not the Batman he was dealing with. I got to feel like, right? Which is that the, okay? That, I felt like that was the take, but he was going to go along with it. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if he was going to put together that this was Nightwing now being Batman or some such or who knows. But I, I in you know they talk about head cannon. Yeah. I in headcanon with me, I feel like when it's a good Commissioner Gordon, he always knows. He's already figured it out. He figures Bruce doesn't want him to know, so he doesn't know and he, yeah. he knows he knows that his daughter is Batgirl. Well, if she's his daughter in this iteration or his niece or however anyway. Because yeah. sometimes there's Ooh, we, I should, gotcha. we should read some Batgirl. There's been some good Batgirl stuff. There I, have been. I love Batgirl. There was a good one that there have been. Yeah. There was a run that I almost... Uh, yeah. There's a couple good runs. There's a really... Hey, Catwoman. Uh, yeah, Catwoman's... Oh, I like I like Catwoman. Birds of Prey was pretty good by that lady... Uh, what's her name? Gail Simone. Uh, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I was having fun with that. I know exactly you know who it was. Have we read any Gail Simone? I don't think we've read any Gail Simone. <laughs> okay. I'm writing it down. I blame you because of your uh, dislike of women. Well known. Well, absolutely well known. Very, very well documented. Treatises. <laughs> I've 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 written the Hav treatises, anti-feminism. Whoa, you know, slow, slow down. Don't, don't 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 dig yourself into a comedic hole. Yeah, I know, I, and I do that sometimes. Yeah, you're just really like fast. I, I, you you yes and that way too hard. I my do. I, that, hey, like, that's, it, it some, worked. Sometimes, sometimes it's okay to block. This is it not is. an improv show. <laughs> I know, right? Just <laughs> hey, hey, Hav, what do you think of that Hitler guy? <laughs> Like oh no this went this went very wrong oh how am I gonna finagle my way out of that one um, what else here no it was dude I, again I can't stress enough I I already borrowed from Hoopla hey what's Hoopla again uh, Hoopla is a wonderful service through the public library that allows you to download a certain number of things unlike having unlimited throughout the month of downloading from the library this is a website that allows anyone to download what you're reading. So there's not a limit on how many copies of a particular comic that can be shared, but you have a limit monthly on how many things you can take out from Hoopla. So yeah, it kinda... but it's a, it's a big limit, though. Oh, yeah. Well, is it? I've I burned through say... it. I've burned through it more than once. It's like 12 to 15, something like that. Uh, I was going to say 12 to 15. Yeah. See, but... I, I, you just told the difference between you and I as kids... Of the stack of books we'd leave from the library. No, I see. I would, I would, I would do that too, and then I would never. I would read like a third of them. I read every like, single one of them. No, I would, because I would go into like I remember getting into Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I was mm-hmm. like, I can read all these, or oh, yeah, Sherlock Holmes, I, or I pounded through those. The Three Investigators. Mm-mm. You never no. read the Three Investigators? No, I don't think I did. Oh man, I loved the Three Investigators. I think that was the the thing they had a one of the kids. His family owned a junkyard, and they had an RV that was covered in 
the junk around it and they had secret entrances into it and all sorts oh man i love those guys no that's okay no i mean probably before age-wise i mean the encyclopedia brown books i love the encyclopedia well they they, they're a little love encyclopedia i read those too first yeah that was that was younger kids but the three investigators were my jam i never got i never liked the hardy boys i was a boy so i didn't read nancy drew i I probably should have. I probably would have liked it. Nancy Drew was okay. It's a, I liked it better than Hardy Boys. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I ever read any Hardy. I think I started to read one once, and I was like, "This, yeah, I'm going to f- find some other." Yeah, I guess that was what it was. I'm going to go Even find more Three 80s. Investigator. But speaking of the stacks, real fast as we're going down this this rabbit mm-hmm. hole or whatever, discovering like Judy Bloom books there for a second, and mm-hmm. then Beverly Cleary books for a oh, second, yeah. and then great. Madeline Langle, if that's how you say her name, the mm-hmm. line, not the line, the, the you know. Wrinkle in Time books. Yeah. And then so there were other... And then I got... Yeah, yeah. And then that was more late elementary. And mm-hmm. then middle school was more... Oh, I got into weird... Like, oh, it's John Steinbeck's awesome. Or like, duh. Okay. Like, you should... Of there's course no, he is. There's nothing wrong with that. that well, Anyways. I liked... I liked elementary school. I was reading some Asimov. Yeah. I read some Heinlein. But I started with the adolescent... I, I read some of the adolescent ones, which I really liked because that was the the right age. And I read some of the other stuff. I didn't get into the heavier stuff that came later that I read as I got older. Um, although I think I read Stranger in a Strange Land in at the latest seventh grade or something like that. Oh wow! Not Stranger in a Strange Land. Sorry that 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 was a few years after that. Maybe maybe not. The Moon is a Harsh Mistress was my favorite back then. I need to reread Stranger in a Strange Land just because read things that you like at different ages and you get different things out of it. They've, you've mentioned that before. Yeah. I can't, that has to be true. I need to reread a bunch of stuff then. And it, that that's worth reading. It was it was deep for its time. Well, and I was not a big sci-fi, science fiction besides watching the TV shows and the movies, mm-hmm. not reading science. I mean, besides like the super duper, cla- like Bradbury mm-hmm. or Arthur C. Clarke or... I'm not a huge Clark fan. I, you know what? I, I did. I did. I did go to a Q and A with him at a Doctor Who convention. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was interesting because he he. It was interesting. I didn't. I, I I more went to it so I could tell my dad I went to it because he's one of my dad's favorite science fiction writers. Oh, nice. Yeah. So because cool. it, it was there and my buddy Greg Mitchell, great guy, loves Doctor Who. He took me to the. He got me to go with him. It was out in Burbank, the Burbank Airport. Oh, cool. Not the Burbank Airport. Sorry, the Van Nuys Airport. Van Nuys Airport. Sorry, it wasn't even fancy enough to be at the Burbank Airport. And so we went a few times. Well, I know we're... Anyways, Doctor Who? Mm-hmm. Huge blind spot for me. Yeah, me too. Just never... I legitimately only know things about Doctor Who because of Greg. Yeah, Bob Long? Mm-hmm. Big Doctor Who fan. That's okay. Patrick likes Doctor Who. No, and I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about yeah. it. I've heard it's great. It's... Just nothing that was ever on my radar. I, uh, I, I've heard that too. I disagree, but I've heard it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is it because people tell you you for some reason look like that one dude? No. Have, no. Okay. That for some reason you look like that one dude. One doctor. Did, did, has I people told I, you that they yes, looked, that you look yes. like that Doctor Who actor? D- David Tennant. Yes. Okay. The the sec this the second of the new Doctor Who's. Yeah. Yeah. People have told a lot of people have told me that. Then that's no. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Dave. I I think of myself as a better looking David Tennant. Boom. There and you go. I think Where he'd that? I think he'd f- think of himself as a better looking Charles Herring. So it's okay. <laughs> okay. 
well, it's not like it's not like he's some when 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 somebody said that before, and I and I said the second one, they they jumped to a completely to the third one because people forget. And the only reason I know this is when I first saw who he was talking about, I thought he meant the first of the new Doctor Who's. It was only there for one season, and I was like, dude, motherfucker, because Greg was the Greg was the first person to when, when David Tennant started, he sent me a thing. He says, "You look like the new Doctor Who," and he said that, and then oh. it, we were your your Christmas party one year and guy okay. walked across the room yeah. uh, uh, to, to tell me that I'm like, okay, thank you. Thank you, sir. Go away. Weirdo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's like, you look, I'm like, okay. He is Dr. Who. What are you talking about? <laughs> this is the actor. I should have gone right into an English accent. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> no, 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 no. I get that a lot. <laughs> Well, this all started, I think, this the super tangent because the public library a super tangent. in Hoopla, because, you know, all this stuff, besides comic books, I mean, like book books, like yeah. without pictures and, and drawings. I, I, and get a, I get a lot of my books on tape that I listen to in the car from Hoopla. Because I don't, I don't have to wait for it. And when my one goes up, when I finish one, sometimes the one I want from the actual digital public library, there's a hold list on. So I'm on that hold list, but I got to get something else to listen to because God knows I can't listen to other people's podcasts now that we have have our own. Right. Well, shoot, I don't listen. I I, I have very short attention span for anything, much less listen to other people talk. I can barely listen to you talk this long, and and you're a really great friend. So. I don't listen to other people's podcasts. No, I do. Actually, I'll tell you in a second. Hoopla, not just, they have movies, they have music, and we're not getting paid for this plug because it's free, you know, Hoopla. No, we are getting paid for this. The okay. public library supports our, we are a we are a paid sponsor of the public library. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. They Boom. pay us in all this media we use for free, right? Oh. That's why we get, you're, a, you're saying this a, isn't it's special? It's a pay to play thing. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. We, 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 we get all of these comics on there. I You say that you can't. It's hard to run through. I've run through it. I burned through in a month quickly, almost completely when we did Saga, when I read all of Saga. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, it wasn't Saga. Well, no, it was with Saga and with and with the sexist ver- the sexist thing the same guy wrote. Oh, Why the Last Man? Yes. Yeah. And then when the first time before we were doing this podcast, I burned through it when I first found Hoopla and didn't even know there were comic books on it. I got it because it was it, it was TV shows and stuff. You talk about burning through something quick, you can burn through a season of a show like that. Sure. And I guess, you know what, because I really only use it for comic books, Yeah. even though I should use it for a bunch of other stuff, I guess every time you borrow anything from it, 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 That's it counts right. off the same list. It counts so. off the same list. Yeah, you don't so. get... You don't get this many of this media or this media or this. No, you, it's all anything you take out is that's it. Well, again, speaking of the hoopla, look, I've already borrowed the run after this, mm-hmm. the the very next collection right after this one. And I'm about to borrow the, the Batman Rest in Peace because Grant Morrison also wrote that apparently. Mm-hmm. And to the point where I was this close to suggesting we read another Grant Morrison run of a different comic book, but I'm going to hold that, that one back. It's still on the list. Okay. And we'll eventually read it. I'll just tell you what it is because I told okay. you what the other one was. Their run with also Frank Quietly on X-Men, new X-Men. Okay. Uh, that's a, Have you read that? I'm just curious. Yes. Let's do that oh, one. See, okay. Yeah. Men- bring that up then. 
put keep that on your list. I will keep it on the list. But I, I, I was wondering if you'd read it, and I'm wondering what I'm going to suggest if you've ever read, because I'm, I'm curious about that. But going back to what we were talking about before, legacy characters, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Guess what? Any character, any story is good if it's done well. And so, look, legacy characters have been done well, and they've been done poorly, mm-hmm. in my sure. opinion. Sure. And what you're saying Moore's- is, what you're saying is sometimes they make them a woman. Yeah, and we know how I feel about women. <laughs> So yeah, I'm sorry that was a mean callback to do it again. I yeah, I apologize I for that. But. I have, you you got me. You, my my kryptonite is I got a yes and the crap out of it. So so for example, I know I was kind of bagging on Jeff Johns earlier, but he, he did a really great run on Justice Society of America JSA mm-hmm. in the. 90s 2000s which it was a bunch of old characters with new characters that's where you get star girl coming mm-hmm. in and you get newer versions of certain characters and anyways i it, like it, the it, jsa it, I, it, it was a great run if it's done well uh-huh. surprise surprise you know good things can good things happen if, if you get a good artistic art t- artistic team on a good writer mm-hmm. a good artist a great writer like the great grant morrison sure mm-hmm. and i i'd i don't know that i'd I know I'd read something with Damien in it. I know I've seen Damien Wayne and the animated stuff DC's done, mm-hmm. but it, it was it was pretty darn good. I, I enjoyed it. So I, I don't know if you had any other thoughts on Batman and Robin. I I don't I I I like it. Like I said, it it's it's good, and I like I like the Bat family. I'm I'm not the Batman needs to be alone and angry. Batman needs a family. But I, yeah. I I like. I, that's why I had us read the the Cassandra Kane Batgirl because I just remember we did read Batgirl just not Barbara Gordon and yeah. because I I loved her I I like the fact that there's multiple Robins I mean it's beyond the three guys because the spoiler became Robin at one point and I can't remember her name and oh that bugs me anyway these are all things that I think are just great about the Bat world is the closeness of the guy who watched his parents die and all the people he surrounds himself with. So when he's isolated, that's when you get the bad Batman. That's what you get, the Batman that's that's just littered with the one we always show in a movie. It's the Batman that's alone. No, it, it, you're, you're right. It's in the... It'd be almost like, oh, I am the knight. I, I p- patrol these streets alone. Wait, mm-hmm. who, who are you? Get away from me, kid. Yeah. Or, you know, and Commissioner Gordon, what are you doing here? And yeah. Barbara, what do you, I mean, he's got a great supporting cast. And for the comic book, for the character, whether it's Batman or Superman or Spider-Man, pick pick one of the big ones. Their supporting cast usually is pretty darn cool. Even, Cap, even the great runs on Captain America mm-hmm. or Tony Stark's, you know, the Iron Man stuff. Mm-hmm. When they flesh out the supporting characters, even if it's only a... And so sometimes not everybody's going to have as big a, bat fan, a, 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 a supporting cast as Batman, as Spider-Man, mm-hmm. as Superman. But even giving them three or four, two or three at any given time, really good supporting, you know, su- you know, f- people in their hemisphere, in their orbit makes all the difference sometimes for, for a character. It gets boring if it's just one dude by themselves talking to themselves and, you know, not interacting with anybody. It doesn't work. That is true. You are correct. So, yeah, I do like the Batman. All right. Me too. Me too. No matter what I sometimes say. Yeah, but you do hate Superman. So I just wanted to oh, be clear on that. Oh, good Lord. So... so. What what are you suggesting we read next? I am going to suggest we read the first volume of Peter David's run on Hulk. Oh, cool. Okay. It is it is Unhoopla. It's called Hulk Visionaries. 
Peter David, Volume One. I love Peter David. I, I, and I and it took me a second to remember that he was the same dude that did the X Factor run that I know you liked that, a lot. That, that I I love Peter David, and he had a hundred plus issue run on Hulk. And I'm so sorry if you like this a lot because that means you're going to be reading a lot of Hulk. That's okay. I don't have to read it on Hoopla. I can read it on Marvel Unlimited. That's true. Because well, I have that. Yeah, you know what? I was kind of surprised. I was looking for something. There was a Lee Kirby Silver Surfer one-off that they mm-hmm. did in like the late 70s. Yeah, not everything is on there. Yeah, not everything I was is shocked on there. Pretty that much that everything on everything there. more recently is on there, but but not literally not every Marvel comic is on there and they they put in they put stuff on all the time if you pay attention to the and they'll add thing you're like oh you would have thought this was been there but like the big things are like I promise you all of Peter David's Hulk run Hulk run is on there because this is when when, when did this come out uh you know what that's a good question I'm gonna guess because I'm just looking at it on the hoopla I'm gonna guess late 80s because you know who's the okay. artist is on it Todd McFarlane oh okay well, I didn't realize it was... I, I keep forgetting he's been writing comics forever. In Peter David? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, he's had a health thing here yeah, recently where he's doing a... They, he had to do a Kickstarter because... That, that, that makes me sad. It, me too. Because when I, was, when I was reading X Factor from when he was writing that, he would talk about his daughters and it went on so long that you could see in the back of them when he was writing stuff that they're growing up. I mean, like legitimately from little to college. It's like, what the, how long did you write X? I mean, that thing was out for what anyway? Yeah. And I did read all of it. I, I, I I doubt I'll get that hooked into an eighties arc than I did in a uh, 2000 and something arc though. Just differences. You never know. That is true. You never know. I could. Because I do really like the way he writes. Well, and it's been forever since I read any... And it's not like I read every issue of his run back then. I did not. I would pick up issues here and there. So you used to read this Hulk comic? You know what? When I started reading it, it's because X-Factor had a crossover <laughs> uh, with him. And, and then Wolverine had a crossover was in this, a Hulk issue. Is this... Well, no. I, 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 that's fine. I read some Hulk when I was... When I was reading comics actively in the 80s. Well, so. and this is 87. Okay, so his okay, first so issue is little... 87. Hmm. Okay. So... Yeah, I was probably still reading comics then. Yeah, and I just remember I I, felt I happened onto it because there was there's that iconic cover with Wolverine and his claws hmm. and Hulk's in the reflection. And that was an Incredible Hulk issue that I saw on the newsstand. It was like, oh, that looks cool. I'm picking that up. That was... I think that was during the Peter David run because it's Todd McFarlane. Mm-hmm. I know that. And, I know that cover. And then the other one was there was an X Factor crossover with Hulk okay. back then that Peter David I'm pretty sure was a writer because McFarlane cool. I think was drawing on it back then too. Okay, but yeah, uh, that's excellent. my suggestion. Cool, cool, cool. Screenshot the picture of where it what it is in Hoopla and send it to me. I will. I'll text okay. it to you. So I feel like we haven't read any woman centric comics recently, and I know you're not going to suggest one as the as we've mentioned before. <laughs> yeah, why would I? <laughs> In fairness, I don't think you ever have. So we we, we we might joke about that, but I don't know that you've. I, 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 I suggested Wonder Woman. What are you talking about? Oh, okay, okay. So the one, like the 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 the, 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 the iconic, no, 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 original no, no. female, the, comic book the hero. only one for twenty freaking anyway. And that's then right. a lot of my team stuff right. has pretty strong. Oh, females settle in down. It. I I I put out team books that have some. They allow women in there. <laughs> they they have they somebody's got to bake the coffee. Oh, oh. I, I'm going to get you canceled. Okay, where's my pen? I got to write that down. That was a down. joke. Get Hop canceled. Oh, sure, you say it's a joke. But if I react 
as if that was okay to say, then you would really think it was okay to say. No, that was a that was a really bad joke, actually, because I know, in, I know. In the original know. Justice no, Society it was, of America. It was a it, that was why. Yes, that's a good comic book joke as a callback to holy fuck. She was the goddamn secretary, and she's, she's the, the most. She's the most powerful one of yeah. that group. <laughs> I know. It's just oh god. There's so many. Well, go ahead. What do you? So did you say you haven't even said what you? I haven't even said what I'm going to say. Yeah, Spider Gwen. Oh, good. Yes. Because I want to do Spider-Gwen because I haven't read in a while and I love Spider-Gwen. So you can do it either way. It's the first arc, one through six. And I also want to do issue zero as well. There's a there's a Spider-Gwen from 2015. If you look up Spider-Gwen 2015 to 2016, they'll come up with the one through six. If you look at Spider-Gwen 2015 on there, it'll pull up just the one shot. But if you just go to Spider-Gwen in Marvel Unlimited, the first issue is one, the second issue is zero, which is the, was the, the kind of the one shot with some other stuff. So I thought we'd read that too and just do those seven issues. Cool. And I not surprised, that's not on Hoopla, I'm guessing. Not, it is on And Hoopla. I have Marvel. I, so. I literally told you how to find it on Hoopla, the two. I, I, but you, well, you just weren't. I like Hoopla. That's fine. I, I said, search on Hoopla, Spider-Gwen, Oh, and okay, it's gonna, okay, okay. It'll come up with, and, but you'll oh, have okay, to okay. you'll have to download two things in that case. Oh, okay, so, okay. I thought you were talking about Marvel the whole time. Marvel, no, Unlimited, no, sorry. no. Marvel Unlimited. If you just look up Spider Gwen, it's start. It's the original 2015 thing. Gotcha. It's 2015 to 2016 because it ran that long. Ah, uh, okay. But the 2015 one shot, so you don't want to have to download two things to get one comic out of one of them. Yeah, no, I got you. So, no, okay. But you can read it on Hoopla. I'm just saying you might go to Marvel Unlimited to read the read the Zero one. I'll send it to you. Yeah, so and I'll, t- I'll, see what I'll I'm text you the, 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 the screenshot from Hoopla. Excellent. Of Hulk. Yeah. Okie dokie. Yeah, well, that, that was fun. I think we spent less time talking about comics than we did other stuff. So we I'd, did. I'd either like to apologize for that to our listeners or i don't know some of y'all may like it better because you're only listening because you know us and don't really give a shit about comics uh <laughs> that's true or you know maybe it was a good mix i don't know I, uh, but we we did talk a lot about other stuff but that happens yes it does it does i had fun so that's all that's important exactly screw everybody listening right charles <laughs> <laughs> It is okay to tell your podcasting partner to fuck all the way off when they bring something up. I'm just... Uh, it's, it is a little late now. It's past my bedtime. It's a weeknight. Yes, it is. And I'm all getting right. a little goofy. It's okay. I'm, I'm good now. Let's just do this all night. Let's just keep on talking about crap. All right. Thank y'all very much for listening. Yes. Thank you, Charles, for producing and doing the podcast. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Bye. Bye.